Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. An incredible way to support black films. Check out 360filmsinc.com and invest in the Black's Pride movie. All backers will receive a 50-50 profit split once the film is released. Please check out 360filmsinc.com slash 360-films-project slash question mark slash F-I-L-M-I-D dash 101. Uh, that's right, 360filmsinc.com. Check it out today and invest in Black Pride. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check out one of our newest marketing partners over at Transmedia Worldwide. It is an absolutely amazing new podcast. It is a new political podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify called The Left Right Podcast by leftright.news. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide at leftright.news. Out of superheroes, out of rugby came in action. Infamous. So daring, outrageous, stunning, shocking, culture rifting. Atomicwedgie.com with a dash. Play the doing. No fetish shots or videos, including self or bond wedgies, are allowed to be posted. The act of bullying is prohibited. Mark in content must be 18 years or older, including those who post. AtomicWedgie.com is not liable for wedgies given. We are solely the official site for posting Atomic Wedgie humor. For more, visit guidelines at www.atomicwedgie.com with a dash. Back here live on the Sunday radio broadcast, coast to coast, to border to border, on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com. All the rest of the crap, you don't care about any of that. Check out this new pop dance song by Alien Dagoo. He welcomes to Lee sing the new song by Alien Dagoo. Lubchikazia Saluntun He loves the days with you. Follow Alien Dagoo on YouTube, and there you can find more songs by Alien Dagoo. Or you can go to Instagram. A-L-I-N underscore D-A-G-U, the number one. Check it out today. Alienago. He's big time. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio, Twitch live stream, also Talk America Live each and every weekend. Check out our website, JiggyJaguar.com. We have got more coming up here in just a few moments with our next guest. And uh, before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a fantastic, fantastic group of folks. They advertise with us each and every year. They are called Dollar Seed. Check out dollarseed.com. They are offering a $25 prepaid gift card for every 50 orders. You can claim the benefit as your own, or if you want, 
you can go check it out over there at dollarseed.com. This is an absolutely amazing group of folks. Organic seeds are available at dollarseed.com. That's D-O-L-L-E-R-S-E-E-D.com. And remember, a $25 prepaid gift card for every 50 orders. Check it out today at dollarseed.com. That's dollarseed.com. Code. Uh, the Roadcaster Pro. I saw the this. Did you see that? That is dude, the coolest that deal. Is, dude, that is the coolest thing ever. I even, I don't know if you can hear this um, or not. Maybe not because I don't have it turned up. But I've got even sound effects. Holy crap. I've got all sorts of sound effects. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're going to be talking. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay, so yeah. That so is that's awesome. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got. I even got the rim shot so that when I say something stupid to uh, Derek, I can do this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. You know, I That's- interviewed somebody the other day, and they made it. They made some comment about sound effects, and they made some reference to being a foley artist. And I'm like, oh my god, people know what that is still. Still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, that's that's quite the deal. But um, we oh, have, hold it, you know, hold what? it here. I never said What's hello up? to. The, I never said hello to the man who's at the bottom of my screen. Oh, John. Yeah, hey, Johnny. <laughs> What's up, big guy? Hey, brother. Hey, man. I, I didn't even recognize you without a hat. Okay, because at first I was like, oh my god, is that really John? I was like, oh my god. Hey, <laughs> man. So um, we I didn't want to steal the gimmick of you and Derek. You know, so I was going to listen. Derek's a gray beard like me. The difference is I color mine. All right, because he's more comfortable in his skin than I am. Yeah, what's funny is Derek's younger than I am. So is he? No. Oh yeah, he's way younger than me. I've known him since he was a punk kid back in the nineties. Well, because he started. Okay, I call him a punk kid, but he wasn't a punk kid. Dude, he's six two two fifty. Okay, so I mean. He's not a he's not a punk kid, man. <laughs> you got to remember back in the '90s, he looked like a really buff Peter off the Brady Bunch. Huh? Oh, dude, he's gonna hammer you. <laughs> oh no, he was like he was our lead baby face um, for the wrestling we had here in Wichita. He, um, I forget where they moved from, but he was based out of Lawrence, because and um, just a, always a good guy to me. Always a nice dude. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I started looking at his stuff, his YouTube videos, and, uh, you know, four-time champion. I think he still, does he still have the belt? I was going to ask him, does he still have the belt? Because I the, think he's still the champion with Harley's promotion, w, WLW. Yeah, yeah, the I world. I also Russell. part of the tag team champion. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that uh, uh, he was... He was uh, he was the last last I saw because this whole COVID thing has probably screwed up all the wrestling like everybody else. But uh, last I saw, he was uh, champion. I didn't I was I didn't know if that was still the case. We're gonna do this. We, we are gonna try to. I don't know if he's having connection issues or what the hell's going on. But uh, he 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 went bye bye. He us. went bye bye, and then we'll, uh, we'll 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 bring him back here because we kind we kind of need Derek Stone since he's since he's the guest of the show. We we kind of need him. But we're talking about you, Derek. Man, quit talking nice. Derek is back. So yeah, we we have. Go ahead. We've got you. What's up? Oh, good. 
Good deal. How are you guys? Pretty good, actually. Uh, I am really excited tonight because we have uh, Derek Stone as our guest on our Thursday night wrestling show. But we also have Jay Izzo because he is, of course, the internet doctor. Sure. And uh, also, we're going to be talking about powerlifting, strongman, and yeah. uh, Scottish Highland Games. So I had to br- I had to bring in Jay Izzo, who knows all this stuff. Because if you look at John, you know John's not powerlifting. And you look at me, you know I'm not doing anything in a kilt. So <laughs> whatever, Jay, you've done it in worse. Don't worry. <laughs> been hitting hard and you, your deadlift has gone up and all that so you've been putting in the work man don't, don't sell yourself too short okay i i want to start with the fact that uh john mentioned earlier that Derek stone was uh back in the wichita wrestling days the wichita studio wrestling days i understand something to do with uh breaking a television truck and a bunch of other things um Derek. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do you want to tell us about Wichita Television? Do you want the real story or do you want to do whatever you want, Derek? However you want to do it. You give it her, man. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. So originally we got we got uh, hooked up um, with Sunflower Championship Wrestling, and John was the uh, commentator there um, at, on Channel 55, which I think the signal for Channel 55, if you drove out of the parking lot, you couldn't get the station anymore. <laughs> um, you went two blocks out, you couldn't get it. Get it but. Right, exactly. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, I really enjoyed doing the video stuff. Um, uh, so breaking the TV truck, well, that happened. I uh, had a little bit of a disagreement with uh, the then-promoter at the time, who all of that is all... This is I'm talking years ago. This is the water well, yeah. bridge now. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons uh, things didn't go as well there is that the reason I was able to bring in some talent and find the guys to come in there was because, was because they were able to get tapes of their matches, right? This right. was back in the early to mid-90s when guys really could use videotapes. You know, it wasn't YouTube channels and all that. So guys were looking for any matches they could get on any kind of TV to send out and get more work. And uh, those tapes then were not uh, delivered to us. Well, I was pretty upset. That brought another poker and so in a false count anywhere match, we sort of made made all those false count. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, but you know, and like I said, this is this is probably 1996. So, uh, the, the folks that I've worked with, uh, I've worked with uh, numerous times since then. So it's all. I'm not telling any tales out. Of it. That's and Derek, awesome. was that the one right after they moved over to the bigger building? Wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Right after the big building. We'll tell you something really funny about uh, Sunflower Wrestling that I absolutely love. John can attest to this, too. So they were on a a satellite, like a lot of those low-power stations were, right? So their commercial times were fixed. So no matter what was on the air there, uh, same thing, uh, Jiggy, like with radio. If you're you're hardwired into a, a... a break at a certain time, it's going no matter what. You're, you're <laughs> doing. An incredible way to support black films. Check out 360filmsinc.com and invest in the Black's Pride movie. All backers will receive a 50-50 profit split once the film is released. Please check out 
filmsinc.com slash 360-films-project slash question mark slash F-I-L-M-I-D dash 101. Uh, that's right, 360filmsinc.com. Check it out today and invest in Black Pride. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check out one of our newest marketing partners over at Transmedia Worldwide. It is an absolutely amazing new podcast. It is a new political podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify called The Left Right Podcast by leftright.news. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide at leftright.news. Out of superheroes, out of rugby came an action. Infamous. So daring, outrageous, stunning, shocking, culture-rifting. AtomicWedgie.com with a dash. Play the doing. No fetish shots or videos, including self or bond wedgies, are allowed to be posted. The act of bullying is prohibited. Mark in content must be 18 years or older, including those who post. AtomicWedgie.com is not liable for wedgies given. We are solely the official site for posting Atomic Wedgie humor. For more, visit guidelines at www.AtomicWedgie.com with a dash. Back here live on the Sunday radio broadcast, coast to coast and border to border, on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com, all the rest of the crap. You don't care about any of that. Check out this new pop dance song by Alien Dagoo. He welcomes to leasing the new song by Alien Dagoo. He loves the days with you. Follow Alien Dagu on YouTube, and there you can find more songs by Alien Dagu. Or you can go to Instagram, A L I N underscore D A G U, the number one. Check it out today. Alien Dagu. He's big time. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live, coast to coast, and border to border on iHeartRadio. AMFM247.com. Tune in. iTunes. Radio Loyalty. You can also find us at JiggyJaguar.com. Twitch live stream as well. Add us as a friend on Twitch. Do it today. Our podcast is available at JIGGYJGUAR.com. Get more information on the broadcast at JiggyJaguar.com. Right now, we have got a great segment coming up here in just a few moments. But before we do that, let's tell you about a brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. GS01, saving the face of humanity. Oh, that's right. Incredible, incredible Kickstarter campaign. Check it out today. It is GS01, Saving the Face of Humanity. Join in on getting the GS01 to our beloved community, first responders and patriots on the front line. Go to kickstarter.com. That's right, kickstarter.com. Search GS01, Saving the Face of Humanity. Join in on getting the GS01 to our beloved community, First responders and patriots on the front line. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Check out GSO-1, filtered facial protective equipment. It's the GSO-1. It's the ultimate unfiltered facial protective equipment for all extreme outdoor activities. They need some of your help, and they need some of your hard-earned money today. Go over and check it out on Kickstarter.com. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. And remember, Black Lives Matter. GSO one experience for extremes. So, uh, it sort of started to happen that there was a red light in one of the studios. 
And so anytime uh, the red light came on, on, that meant that we were at a commercial. So you would see the wrestlers would see the red light was on, and they were obviously not going to do anything fun while the red light was on. Uh, And pretty soon, crowds started to pick up on that as well, that, oh, the red light's on, let's go get a a drink really quick and come back, (laughs) then they're going to start wrestling again. again. Well, the the worst part, did you know any of the guys from Oklahoma? I forget what they were. They looked like they were S&M dudes, the two big guys in a tag team. Oh, yeah, right? No, not body count. It was the guys i, I, I still talk to i know who you're talking about yeah i remember who you're talking about yes uh-huh um it was like okay those guys could not hit a time Derek had an idea like hey you know we can only go six minutes Derek clock over in six minutes so they didn't do the finish in the middle of a commercial because it was a live broadcast so they effed it up we wow. were screwed that's right yeah you know you could sit there and talk about it afterwards but that was it i mean you couldn't like because they didn't have instant replay or anything uh, uh, they could go back and, they could, and everything they it was like they didn't have the setup for it there i mean it was uh, yeah, it was a pretty rough setup there. there. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's amazing. So, uh, so, so, so uh, uh-oh, I think John's Skype is lagging or something. Yeah, I, I'm having a little trouble hearing him. There we yeah. are. Okay, so, uh, so Derek, how do how do you go from wrestling in Wichita? To North Dakota for radio, and then back to Kansas for wrestling. Actually, it's it was South Dakota, so ah. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ignore that little insult. <laughs> I would never go to North Dakota. Um, so. Yeah, sort of. In, okay, so I've been really, really lucky. My whole life, I've been lucky. And the two things I really wanted to do in life were professional wrestling and, and get into it. Um, I'd had some injuries, and I, and I, and I uh, kind of was kind of changing my life a little bit. And I, and I really thought, you know, now's the time to go, I start going into into radio. So I went to broadcast school. I had a, a I, my first job was in uh, Laramie, Wyoming, which was horrible. It was an awful job. Uh, then I moved to uh, Mitchell, North Dakota, which is, if you know where the world famous Corn Palace is, if you've ever heard of that, that's where that's located. I know, I know where it's at. Matter of fact, I know one of the radio stations. Of course, stations Jay is in Mitchell, knows this. In Mitchell, it's called K O R N. Exactly. I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know that radio station because. That was when I fired my publicist. As soon as he put me on that radio station, that's when I fired my publicist. <laughs> you know what's funny is that the the Mitchell, uh, their high school team, their matter is the Colonels, not Colonels as in Army, Colonels yes. as in. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, funny stuff. Yeah. And you know what's really funny that uh, whoever is the publicist for the Corn Palace. They they are doing a hell of a hell of a job. Yeah. It is a high school gym with corn on the outside of it, and that's what it is. That's the whole thing. It's it's really not a whole lot to look at. Look at you know. fear the colonel. That's all I got to say is fear the colonels, man. <laughs> yeah, 
So I kind of bounced around a little bit, and then I ended up, uh, and, I, and I really uh, like Mitchell all that much. I thought, you know, nine, 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 I thought you know, Mitchell is only 40 minutes from, from, from uh, Sioux Falls. I'll, I'll end up in Sioux Falls a lot. Uh, I went to Sioux Falls maybe three, three times. I wow. didn't know anybody. You know, so why would I go? You know, right. you know. Um, right. But I ended up then uh, getting fired from that job, um, and I went to Rapid City, which I absolutely love. Eight years in Rapid City, and absolutely yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, great town. Yeah. Really, it's a great a, town. It is a great kind town. Of, they, they're, uh, you know, they, we talk about it being North and South Dakota. It really should be East and West. Dakota. Should should cut it li- right along the river because, because they call it East River and West River, and they really are two different states. I mean, it's completely, completely different, you know. And I love Rapid, Rapid City. City. Rapid City reminded me of Colorado, which is where I'm from, and uh, I just I had a really great time there. I'm there. Yeah, Rapid City. Rapid. First of all, I'm I'm a Nebraska boy originally, so I uh, used to head up that route a little bit and rapid city you know i never thought about it being similar to denver but i think they're in a lot of respects it's a smaller version of denver right yeah absolutely absolutely, absolutely. yeah it was very 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 cool it's a very cool city it's 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 got everything that you want so i noticed uh, derek uh, jay here i noticed that when you in your in your career you have you know you, you started this whole thing in 1992 uh, I guess really professionally, at least that's what everybody says. Is that yeah? Right at the end of 1992, the January 93 is kind of when I started. Yeah. So you have you have witnessed almost 30 years of changes in wrestling yeah. over, in that time. What are some of the biggest changes? that you've noticed now listen i know the body changes but what are some of the the big changes that you noticed in terms of being in the ring preparation yeah. uh those type of things what are what are some things that you've noticed uh well one one thing i can say right off the bat is how people get into the you know when i got into the wrestling it was hard it was not um you know i, I drove from from denver to marion ohio i moved there because there wasn't a wrestling school like there is now. You know, you could go to any state. There's probably five or six places. Back then, the the kind of the idea was to, to make you quit, you know, to make you not be in the wrestling. Still pretty protected. So that's a huge, huge change. Yeah, I, I, I was talking to, I was, again, I was talking to Brad Lodi Kane about that, too. And he was telling me that... Uh, when he first broke into, he said, you know, it was hard, man. He said, you know, we, they, they put us through the, they put us really through the ringer physically and yeah, they, yeah. they were weeding us out, you know? And he said, you know, now, you know, it's just so much easier. You, you know, you're not having to do, you know, a hundred squats, you know, at 225 pounds until your legs are falling off and, you know, they're not bouncing you off the floor like they were doing back in the day. So now, you know, there's just so many wrestling schools uh, available and, and out there that guys can just pretty much get in the ring pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's, that's very, very true. When you see the amount, the, the, the type of person that somehow to be in the wrestling rings now is a little, is, uh, it's a little different for sure. Um, 
I don't necessarily think it's so bad that there are wrestling schools because it really does it did for a while at least give, give, give exposure to wrestling. Right. But uh, sometimes that exposure could be pretty terrible too. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know. Yeah. Well, that's that's the question that I want to follow up with you is. Does it get watered down? Because I mean, you're you're a pretty technical guy. I mean, that's kind of your, you know, everything that I've read about you is, you know, your your style is based. You're just really technically sound. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So you're welcome. By the way, um, and by the way, you could you could not last as long as you have in this in that industry if you're not technically sound. So my question is, do you start to see? Is that technical side of the sport of that industry is that start to get a little bit watered down uh yeah yes and no and i'll explain that but by, by saying this uh yes uh you know, you know i i didn't learn to duplex until i had probably you know not too much before the first time i was ever uh, like my first real match so like three months in all I did, all I was doing was running the ropes, taking hip tosses, taking arm drags, headlock, kick it out, all, you know, like just doing that stuff to where it was, there were, quite frankly, sometimes when I was training, like, I was like, man, this is boring. I want to start, I want to learn how to do a pile driver. I want to learn how to do That's awesome. And, and Charlie, you know, Charlie Fulton, who I was trained with, was a, a fantastic wrestler, just maybe one of the best ever. Uh, it was a guy, he just said, look, look, all that stuff is really easy. You got to get your footwork down. You have to get all your other fundamentals. Yeah. All those other things have to come. And as soon as those come, I'll teach you a thousand moves in one day because you'll be able to do it. Like, no problem. You know, and you'll know, and you'll know why to do them and, them and you'll know where to go and how to not kill somebody and all those things. But until then, do it like this. And I and think that's the way off, you know, you know, you, you know, that's so interesting. I, I interviewed a uh, former Delta Force uh, command sergeant major, and he talked about the thousands of hours they would spend dry firing before they would ever go out on a mission Yeah, that they would do. And, you know, he said, you know, we wanted to use live bullets, we wanted to use live bullets, but we dry fired, dry fired, dry fired, because they said, you know, you, you want to get all that footwork, all your training down, be able to, you know, go into close quarter battle, and know all your steps, have all your steps exactly right, because that other stuff, and it sounds such such so similar that you're only as good as the foundational training that you have. Absolutely, I've met so many guys, great athletes. I mean, guys, former NBA players, former NFL players, and these—I mean, these guys are top-notch, way better athletes than I ever was, uh, and they kind of tried to fast track themselves, and because they were such great athletes. Um, it worked for some of them, but it really didn't work. It really looked like, you know, and I'll use a little bit of a dated response, but I'll use somebody like, uh, Steve Mongo McMichael. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fantastic athlete guaranteed a hundred times better athlete than I'll ever be in my whole life. And even at that point when he started, he was, uh, already kind of past his prime physically, but you know, you just don't realize how much that those fundamentals and how much that you know you'd see yep. Mongo in a match where he was the tag team partner of Dean Malenko and it was like a night and day difference, right? I mean, right. 
believe me, I am not knocking Mongo mm -hmm. like, like, because I know how hard it is to get good at wrestling, right? So the fact that the guy could come in and start at, at 40 years old after a, after a brilliant football career here tells you volumes about the guy because nobody can do that. Very, very few people even do that. An incredible way to support black films. Check out 360filmsinc.com and invest in the Black's Pride movie. All backers will receive a 50-50 profit split once the film is released. Please check out 360filmsinc.com slash 360-films-project slash question mark slash F-I-L-M-I-D dash 101. Uh, that's right, 360filmsinc.com. Check it out today and invest in Black Pride. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check out one of our newest marketing partners over at Transmedia Worldwide. It is an absolutely amazing new podcast. It is a new political podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify called The Left Right Podcast by leftright.news. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide at leftright.news. Out of superheroes, out of rugby came an action. Infamous. So daring, outrageous, stunning, shocking, culture-rifting. AtomicWedgie.com with a dash. Play the doing. No fetish shots or videos, including self or bond wedgies, are allowed to be posted. The act of bullying is prohibited. Mark in content must be 18 years or older, including those who post. AtomicWedgie.com is not liable for wedgies given. We are solely the official site for posting Atomic Wedgie humor. For more, visit guidelines at www.AtomicWedgie.com with a dash. Back here live on the Sunday radio broadcast, coast to coast to border to border, on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com. All the rest of the crap, you don't care about any of that. Check out this new pop dance song by Alien Dagoo. He welcomes to leasing the new song by Alien Dagoo. He loves the days with you. Follow Alien Dagoo on YouTube, and there you can find more songs by Alien Dagoo. Or you can go to Instagram a-L-I-N underscore D-A-G-U, the number one. Check it out today. Alianagu. He's big time. Welcome back. Talk America Live each and every Saturday. Sunday radio broadcast with the Twitch live stream each and every Sunday. And the mix on Tuesdays if you miss us live. Also, Monday through Friday on Spotify, TalkShoe, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. Find us online at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. We have got a fabulous brand-new marketing partner we want to tell you about right now here on our world-famous Cheeky Check Wire radio broadcast, Indiegogo.com. 
Gluco Quantum, your partner in diabetes management. Uh, that's right. This comes from I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Team Quantum with you today. The most comprehensive, non-invasive blood glucose and metabolic health monitor in the market today. And these folks are absolutely phenomenal. And they've got it for you here. Let's talk a little bit about this. Gluco Quantum is an award-winning, innovative, portable, personal, affordable, non-invasive, wireless, self-measuring blood glucose monitor for home use. Their revolutionary technology is winning awards across the board, and they want you to go over and help them fund this project at indiegogo.com. Search Gluco Quantum, your partner in diabetes management, and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide go over and help them out today give them some of your hard-earned money today my point still stands and that that he didn't have the reps in underneath him and it shows you know well well, but this is this is true though if you were to try to go into his sport and you know if you don't have the fundamental footwork down you know even as a defensive or an offensive lineman you, Absolutely. You may be strong and powerful and athletic, but if you don't have good footwork, you, right. you're, you are not going to be able to do that sport. Well, you start transitioning into your sport from, you know, an, another sport. The footwork's different. The The timing is different. The, yeah. the, the, I mean, you're dealing with a whole different set of variables that you've never had to deal with. And if you're, if you're slightly out of place... You're not only potentially injuring yourself; you could be potentially injuring, you know, the other guy in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that there's a difference. Uh, and, you know, here's here's the thing that's ironic about all that is that so many of these young guys that I talk to, they talk about how great, say, Rick or Will Os- Osprey right. are, guys like that. Well, okay, yes, they're very they're super athletic guys. Else they do, they do, right? Everything right. else they do, they do is really, really good. And I hate to break it to most of you, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not Ricochet, but you know <laughs> maybe you could be the next Christopher Daniels, Daniels if, you, if you worked your ass off, off and did stuff over and over and over and over until you wanted to puke from doing elbow drops and doing this and doing that and learning all these counters that you never see. And you know, it has been. It's been years since I've done an arm drag, but I could do one right now if you needed me to do it. Right. <laughs> well, Go ahead. We, we, we've got Derek Stone with us tonight. Uh, I've also got Jay Izzo in here, the <laughs> internet doctor, and uh, Mr. John Mosier. And uh, Derek, so you end up doing radio, Rapid City. How do you end up in doing this this training in this wrestling school in kansas city okay yeah it's kind of um so i was really enjoying my life city city and i got a call from a guy that used to promote metro pro wrestling in kansas city was at the time a friend of mine and i'll leave it there um, <laughs> okay yeah uh, but he had an opportunity to do this uh wrestling organization called the nwl and he had there was a, a backer named major basin major basin was a multi-millionaire who wanted had a vision for wrestling um i was very very comfortable in the city 
But I just thought, you know, look, a lot of people that I know and I've known for a long time are going to be involved in this. And this could be really fun. So they were they offered me the job as being the training director because they had guys that were under a full-time contract there. So they had eight guys that were full-time guys that I would work with every day. And then we also started a wrestling school, which uh, I, I would would my job to get new students and then to start up and they were they were like preliminary guys that the NWL would do. So that I thought it was a really great change. I always liked Kansas City. To be honest, the only thing I don't like about Kansas City is the abuse. You know, like was what? I hate the Chiefs and I always will be in a diehard Bronco fan. Oh, you, of course you're going to hate Derek, the Do you mean those those Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> So they won one, right? But before electricity, how many? You know, they they won the they went to the other one. So they've been to two. The Broncos they've been to have been three, to three, actually. But they went. Okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you this. You guys well, are riding high now. So Quick well, little. Uh, I'm just teasing you, dude. Well, yeah, but hold it here. It, it makes. I mean, you know, being a Denver guy and a Bronco guy, right? I mean. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna have any love for the Chiefs, and you're not gonna have any love for the Raiders either. By the way, no, never, never, ever. <laughs> I don't care where they move to; they could be in Vegas. You're never gonna love the Raiders. Ironically, I never had a problem with with or back when I was a kid, the, the Seahawks. Never right. had a with either one of those teams, but I always hated the Raiders, and I'll always hate the Chiefs. But I love Kansas City; I really do, and I and I'm a Royals fan. Because I grew up in Denver, and back in the day, we didn't have a we didn't have a baseball team, so, so I didn't have a dog in the fight. So I like the Royals, and I'll always probably like like them. I love Kansas City, and I it gave me an opportunity to come back. And I thought, you know, at the time I was with 45, 44, 45, I might not be doing too much anymore. So why don't I give this a shot and and see what we can do and see how it works out? So that's how I ended up back back. Because when me and John bumped into you, uh, you NWL was doing a show in Wichita, and yeah. and me and John are like, well, we're going to this, so we we got in to get interviews, and you were running around with a with, with like a chicken with his head cut off because we were going to have because John's like, we need to get Derek to come cut a promo on somebody. We didn't have the time because you didn't have the time. Have the time. <laughs> it was. Uh, you know, it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And I, I got to say, my broadcasting background really came in handy because even though it was TV, I still have a background in TV. Uh, and so it was kind of, you know, I, to be honest, I almost didn't feel like I was a wrestling promotion. I felt like I was part of a, a television show though, because I was doing all those types of duties, which I actually really enjoyed. But I, I would have liked to have done a little more on the creative side of things for wrestling. That's awesome. So, and maybe if they did, maybe they wouldn't have lost $4 million. million. <laughs> Are these things gone? Did I say that out loud? Oh, yeah. You did not say that out loud. I didn't hear that. Didn't hear so, so go ahead, Aaron, John. I have one thing I want to ask real quick. Derek, do you think Jeremy Wyatt's one of the best talents and never like got to the big big? things because i love watching the dude he's smooth he's i mean i just love him i think he i think jeremy is really good i will say this about jeremy so jeremy jeremy and i have a lot of very very close friends in common 
but he and I aren't necessarily really close. Friends. He's the guy that I've seen for years and years, right? Um, and I'll say this about him, but around him so much, he is a guy that really has spent a lot of time when he probably didn't have to, trying to get better. You know what I mean? He never, uh, that's one of the things I really respect about him, is that, you know, when he turned 35 and he had sort of a reputation around the area, he could have very easily never went to the gym and worked out in, in the room, let's say. You know, he could have himself looking okay and and just wrestled however right but he didn't do he always was he's always even to this day he will go up to uh uh craig keithman's <laughs> ring up in st joe and he's still working out he's still practicing things he's still doing those things. so i i've got a lot of respect for someone that does that and he certainly has that has worked um really well for him for him so i think um as far as getting to you know, at another level or to be being able to do more. Yeah. There's, there's a ton of guys that are like, that. And that might be just one thing that like, you know, you might be all a pluses in one and maybe you're a, a C and some other areas. And it just so happens yeah. that the, the tiring somewhere thinks that you need an A and could care less if you were a, a great technical wrestler. And, that, and that's unfortunate, you know, you know what I mean? Cause that's oh, one yeah, of those things. Look, this guy's really, really solid, and everything that he does, we'll find something for him, you know? Um, um, so, so that's one of the things that I was always taught, and, uh, and uh, that, that sits with me to this day. If you have talent, they can never take that away from you. So you're always going to be in the conversation if you've got some talent, you've got some work ethic. It just might be hard to find, you know? And I think that's the case with Jeremy. I think that's the case with uh, Craig Kiesman as well. There's a lot of guys, I think, that... that Timing wasn't right sometimes. Sometimes, uh, to be honest, if 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 Craig or Jeremy or many guys that I know in the mid match, if they were on the east coast or if they were on the west coast, I guarantee you, a lot more people would know them. It's just unfortunate that they happen to be in the middle. No, no. Now, one of the things we were talking about before we went on, Derek. Uh, Jay was asking if you're still the champion out there at uh, World League Wrestling. I am the champion there, and there uh, because of uh, the coronavirus, I suppose. <laughs> I haven't been in a couple of months, so take it. But yeah, I, and, uh, and I got to be honest, I love working with You know, like Harley and I had a real close relationship. I love to be out there. I learned so much, and I, and I that's a place that I feel is near and dear to my heart. You know, and and Leland Race, who runs the place, and, uh, and uh, T.C. O'Brien. <laughs> His wife, by the way, and, and who else also there, they do a fantastic job. And, and if anybody can keep up the leg of the leg that's really tried to build there, it's it's those two. So oh, anything I can do to be there, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it as, as long as I can. And that's awesome. I wanna that's ask awesome. you a question, Derek, about physically you're you know, listen, I'm over fifty, so and I train every day still in my life and you know, my body, you know, has you know, has changed. You know, yeah. and so I want to know from you, you know, what is the, you know, as your body has changed, uh, what, what have you, how do you compensate for that? Because I mean, you're, you're wrestling guys who are younger and yeah. you're dealing with a lot of, uh, you know, guys are quicker, bigger, faster, stronger. How do you, you know, what, what adjustments have you had to make as you've aged, in order to stay in that competitive, I mean, you're a champion, so clearly, you know, you're in that competitive realm. What, what, what changes have you had to make? 
You know, uh, uh, so a couple of things. I don't take as many unnecessary risks, uh, and I'm talking about in training. Like, like I don't nearly as heavy as I used to. I, mean, I might lift what I would consider heavy one day a month, and then it's sort of moderately heavy a couple days, and then most of the time it's it's technique. It's just making sure I'm getting the rest of it that kind because of, because to be honest, uh, I've tried where I. Where tried, I if I'm training for a competition and if I'm training for a competition, I'm not doing anything else. I'm just training for that competition, right? So I, I, the recovery time has definitely uh, been rough. Um, I would say the kind of like what we were talking about earlier, I think the fact that I have a, a good solid foundation, uh, that still helps me. I still don't, I don't take any unnecessary steps, so it doesn't matter that I'm slow because I'm tight. <laughs> well, what do they say? They say old age, uh, wisdom, and treachery will outdo youth and skill any day. Absolutely, yeah. It definitely is. Yeah, um, I, I think that's one of the things, and I, and I do take care of care myself. myself. I, mean, I have to do. I, ha I have to stretch, you know, you know, have to do those things before and after. I, if I don't, I'm in a lot of trouble, you know, I, I mean, I'm really hurt, you know. Um, I do walk, I have four uh, huge dogs, and, and I walk about 10 miles a day, and, and that helps me quite a bit. Uh, so, just trying, uh, but I think also knowing the fact that, that um, I can't take a day off, if I take a day off, that might turn into two days off. And then that turns into a week off, and then yeah. I get into the wrestling ring, and I, and I can't do that. That's so funny that you say that, because everything that you said is absolutely true of what I find in my training is, as well as I've aged, is I have to do something every single day. And stretching, by the way. When I was in my 20s, I don't know that I stretched very much, you know, unless they made a stretch when I was playing college ball or semi-pro ball football. But now it's like it's I got to stretch in the morning. I got to stretch in the evening before I go to bed. I, it That's the one of the most important things I think that's changed in my training regimen has been that I just have to stretch more. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've done some other things that are I, I both my shoulders need to be replaced, so I don't bench and at all. At all. <laughs> you know, I just can't. You know? yeah. The only time I might bench is if I have a if I was doing a powerlifting competition, and I just kind of concede the fact that if I have any chance of winning or placing, it's, it's I had a good squat and a good deadlift because my bench is always going to be fifty to sixty pounds less than the guy. Yeah, know? that's awesome. No, no, listen, I've I've torn all four rotator cuffs off of both shoulders and had them rebuilt. Jesus. And so, so I mean, it's you know, I understand it. I matter of fact, I went to dumbbells. Uh, you know, now I do stuff with uh, uh, you know a galvanized bar and buckets of water as awesome. my bench press to you know just to do lighter weight, but it's, it's destabilization and just to strengthen those areas because I, I I'm like you, man. I could, I could deadlift a house, but I can't. I, dude, my bench press sucked. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> um, that's that's so funny. So many guys that that's the case. I still 
their backs are still strong, their legs are still strong, but man, those those upper that upper body gets beat, beat quick. You know? Just get, it just gets it gets beat up, and you know you know how I'm how often are you or I or anybody for that matter in a position where our back is braced and we're actually pushing weight away from us while our back <laughs> is braced. Never. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's it's just not a functional movement that we're ever in, and I think. That's the you know thing that has changed is now I'm probably more functional in terms of you know doing more resistant bands you know more of those type of things in terms of strength endurance and you know like you said you know doing the extra walking you know I take a rucksack fifty pound rucksack you know and walk a few miles with a rucksack or something like that on my back because that seems to be right now at least in my life that seems to be in a better way to stay in condition absolutely and it's Something that might actually happen. You might actually have to do that to survive someday, right? Okay. So it'll, right. It'll be good. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen, those Special Forces guys, right? Navy SEALs, Delta Force, uh, Green Berets, right? They carry around an 88.2-pound rucksack for 20 miles. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm complaining about walking a few miles with a 50-pound rucksack on my back, right? I mean, <laughs> there's some, there's, I mean, there's something to be said about those guys. I mean, those elite warriors, I mean, they're not, they're not bench pressing. They're not, you know, really right. doing all that stuff. It's a lot of functional movements, and, you know, they're, you know, it, I don't know if you've heard of a guy by the name of Pat McNamara. He's all over the place. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, combat strength training, right? The CST yeah. stuff that he does. Yeah, and yeah, I do all that stuff, and and it's great. I mean, it, it's really a functional movement. And I think as you age, I think you just kind of have to move that way. I think you have to, and I, I think my definition of strength is has changed a little bit. You know, I know that uh, you know uh, my numbers are never going to be as high, but right. you know, if I can, you know, if I'm sixteen years old and I'm not, and I'm still deadlifting over six hundred, I'll be damn happy. You know. <laughs> so, do, do. Dude, I'll, t- I'll take 450 any day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so Mosier, what, what, what are some of your Derek Stone memories from, from the wrestling days? Tell, tell, tell everybody some embarrassing stories or, 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 or as I always like to I say, don't have any put him over. <laughs> I don't have per se embarrassing, but I mean, the Derek you see now, like I was telling you, is a total different Derek from back then. And I mean, he had like this curly black kind of, just kind of short, curly black hair, completely clean shaven. Like I say, he looked like a really buff Peter from the Brady Bunch. He was like, he was real well built. I mean, the dude could move around. I mean, you were what, about maybe 220 when you were first down there? 225, something like that. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, the guy was doing stuff like you'd see. I mean, he had this really, it was real sweet. He'd do this um, oh, combination where he'd go throw the guy at the ropes. He would duck the clothesline, hit the ropes, do, a, do like a um, somersault, kind of, and looked almost like a Paley kick thing like AJ Styles does. But he did it out of a somersault coming off the ropes, and it was just as slick as could be for back then. I mean, it was it was sweet. And, I mean, Derek laughed at me because I came up to him, and I was like, dude, that was so cool, that kick you did. And Derek just kind of, like, shook his head, had a smile, and he goes, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to call you Mark, dude. And, <laughs> but it was just he was he, he was just a good he was a good dude he was a he's the ultimate baby face down there I mean we had nobody that could compare baby face wise um, 
Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And all the little girls were all loving them and everything. They're like, oh, it's Derek. Yeah. Yeah. And all the rest of us were like, <laughs> looking mullet-headed people, you know, and stuff. So, <laughs> so uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to get Jay on tonight with Derek is, uh, Derek, you do a lot of strongman and a lot of Scottish Highland game stuff. Uh Tell tell us a little bit about this. How you got involved in all this? I see you always doing this Bulgarian bag work stuff on Facebook. I love that stuff. It's so much fun. I do a lot of mace work in clubs and all. I love that stuff. It's so much fun. Kind of what you were talking about. What my new definition of strength is? That's stuff that when I was I was younger, I probably never would have liked and didn't. You know, but now I, I just love doing it. It's done a lot for me. It's made me so much better in the ring. So I got involved with doing strongman just because it seemed fun, you know. And I kind of seen all these guys. And I so uh, a buddy of mine did a power contest in, in Wyoming. I went. And we both competed in that. Um, I did okay. I got the I got the top deadlift for the meet. Uh, everybody. But, uh, my total because it was done by Wilkes scoring, which is, <laughs> but, um, uh, I met a lot of guys there that also did strongman contests and they said, man, if you're a good deadlifter, lifter, functional strength, they said, you should try something. Said, well, okay, maybe I'll try it. And then the gym that I was going to, it was, it was, uh, they made some, uh, Atlas stones just because, because a lot of other people wanted to start doing that stuff. So I just started doing it and I just fell in love with it. I thought it was so much fun. And, um, and, uh, the thing I love about strongman comp is that, uh, everybody has a weakness and everybody has something that they're really good at. So you really have to like push, you know, I'm pretty good at, um, any kind of deadlift, any kind of picking up or carrying stuff. I'm pretty good at I suck at like an atlas list because I have a gut and I have to roll the ball over my gut and I can't do it. <laughs> uh, man, I'm just being honest. That's, that's always held me back, you know. And then, so there were, and, uh, you know, so it's always like, you know, you, you see a contest coming up and this time this contest has the Conan's wheel and this contest has Atlas Stones and this one has uh, uh, a farmer's carry medley or something. And thinking, like, well, shit, I like all of those. I'll do that contest, you know. And then another one might be, you know, uh, just grab a brick and see how far you can throw it, you know? <laughs> no form, no I just love that. So I thought it was really fun, you know? It was always really fun. Um, and the, the Scottish Highland stuff was kind of the same thing. I uh, had run into a guy that had done some, some strongman stuff, and he said, man, you should try some of this Highlands game stuff. He said, it's a little more skill-oriented than, than just being really strong. You got to learn some techniques, so why don't you come out to a park on Sunday, and we'll just just practicing, and I did it, and I thought, man, man, it's so, so fun, you know, like, like us and, and, and the, the, you know, the, the stones throws, and all the, all the hammer throws, all those stuff, where can you go a 16-pound hammer and swing it in a circle and throw it not get in trouble, right, you know, <laughs> fun, you know, that's, uh, that's awesome, and the other thing I really, really love about Highland games is, is that I don't know if you know this, and they don't do this everywhere, but this is one of the old original rules. If you're a master competitor, 40, sometimes it's 45, sometimes it's 40, um, you get an advantage based on how many years old you are 
over that uh, over that uh, age. Uh -huh. So, like, if you're a 24-year-old monster and you're really awesome, um, like, you think, well, shit, I can't compete with that guy. But I'm, I'm 48, so I have a 13-feet advantage over this guy. So, you know, then it's a lot more manageable. But maybe if I try really hard, I can, you know, if I just keep up with him, then, then I'm going to win. And I, I just thought that was really fascinating. At least I did until I ran into a world champion and who was very, very good, and he was also 67 years old, and he just destroyed everybody. Buddy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> they, don't, they don't just give you the advantage if you're not any good. I mean, he, right. he's 67 years old. He had a lead over everybody already, and then the fact that he was he a former world champion, he just, I mean, he I mean, beat everybody in everything by, like, 30 feet. He, you know, he's he's. So, but it was, it's, but it's still a ton of fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that cool though, that what that does though, is it allows a 67 year old guy to remain. Incredible new marketing partner today at Transmedia Worldwide from boys to men network foundation incorporated. They are requesting that you give them your assistance in order to purchase computer equipment for facilitating the e-learning process brought about by the shelter in place demands facing Deserving school-aged children. Many of the parents do not have the necessary computers, laptops, desktops, etc. to facilitate this process. So they're asking for your support. COVID-19 has devastated the demographic they represent. Exuberated by the fact that technology is almost non-existent in the homes we service, we want to raise a minimum of $50,000 to assist these families in our network. Get more information on their GoFundMe at GoFundMe.com slash F slash Boys to Men Network Foundation. Uh, that's right. They have been around and making it happen since 1995. The From Boys to Men Network is a foundation, a type 501c3 nonprofit organization with a commitment to changing the lives of African-American males, particularly in the areas of urban America. As part of the efforts, they run programs that dissuade antisocial behavior among this demographic in communities, families, schools, other group settings by equipping them with valuable skills such as conflict resolution, peer mentoring, and offering them various support services such as counseling, field trips, medical and dental assistance, etc. Check it out today online. The link is amazing. GoFundMe.com. Search Boys to Men Network Foundation. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Search Boys to Men Network Foundation. Give them some of your hard-earned money today and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible way to support black films. Check out 360filmsinc.com and invest in the Black's Pride movie. All backers will receive a 50-50 profit split once the film is released. Please check out 360filmsinc.com slash 360-films-project slash question mark slash F-I-L-M-I-D dash 101. Uh, that's right, 360filmsinc.com. Check it out today and invest in Black Pride and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check out one of our newest marketing partners over at Transmedia Worldwide. It is an absolutely amazing new podcast. 
It is a new political podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify called the Left Right Podcast by leftright.news. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide at leftright.news. Out of superheroes, out of rugby came an action. Infamous. So daring, outrageous, stunning, shocking, culture rifting. AtomicWedgie.com with a dash. Play the doing. No fetish shots or videos, including self or bond wedgies, are allowed to be posted. The act of bullying is prohibited. Mark in content must be 18 years or older, including those who post. AtomicWedgie.com is not liable for wedgies given. We are solely the official site for posting Atomic Wedgie humor. For more, visit guidelines at www.atomicwedgie.com with a dash. Back here live on the Sunday radio broadcast, coast to coast, border to border, on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com. All the rest of the crap, you don't care about any of that. Check out this new pop dance song by Alien Dagoo. He welcomes to leasing the new song by Alien Dagoo. Loop Chikazia Sun He loves the days with you. Follow Alien Dagoo on YouTube, and there you can find more songs by Alien Dagoo. Or you can go to Instagram. A-L-I-N underscore D-A-G-U, the number one. Check it out today. Alien Agu. He's big time. Headed in. Absolutely. Well, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, think, I mean, think about that for a second. I mean, if you're 48 years old, that gives you, you know, you're 20 years competing still, right? You're, you're, you're still able to do that and not only be competitive, but you could still win, right? Because you're saying this guy just blew everybody's doors off. Yep. But, yep. I mean, that's, to me, that's cool because, you know, what we've done is we've now said, you know, you don't stop. You right. don't stop competing just because of age, right? We, we've made age relevant into the competition. I, I love that. i I got to be honest with you. As a 56-year-old guy, i got to tell you something. I'm, I'm digging that stuff right now. And, you know, and I really, really enjoyed it. It was really great. And it didn't, it didn't take the wind out of your sails. You know, it's, you know, I didn't feel like a I felt like, shit, I could maybe, I could maybe come third place in this. If I just have a good cable tool, right. I, I'm I place here. You know, yeah. that kind of, it was really exciting, you know? you know? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, man. I l- Listen, I knew a lot. I, you know, I, I tried to do, I didn't compete, but I was training to do a bunch of the strongman stuff when I was like 325 pounds years ago. And I, I remember, you know, that the Atlas Stones wasn't, I just struggled with Atlas. I don't know why. I guess my hands or whatever, I just could never figure out how to roll that thing up my legs and be able to get that. Although I could carry anything. I could, right. flip, I could flip the tires. I, my favorite was actually throwing the keg over the, the heights, right? <laughs> In the keg toss. <laughs> that was like my favorite thing because I had done That's so great. many power cleans. That it right. was, it was just you know a form of doing a power clean, throwing a keg is you know over the top of the bar, you know. Yeah, behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But that stuff was fun. I mean, that was just that was just fun stuff to do. I mean, it was, it was kind of functional, and you know, pulling pulling vehicles was really a blast, right? You know, you put your Iron Man your Iron Man gear on, and you strapped up, and you you. You know, you ate what they call it. We had to eat concrete, right? You had the rope. Yeah, you're, eat, you're eating concrete, and you are like a foot from the ground, literally almost tasting the asphalt, and you know, trying to get to move a bus or whatever we're pulling. And 
Man, it was, <laughs> that was just a blast. It was just so much fun. It's fun stuff for sure. I'm do just, you, I'm, do you, do you see yourself, do you see yourself, you know, as, as you're, as you're getting older and I hate using that word, but as you, do you yeah. see, what do you see yourself in your future in terms of competition, wrestling, uh, you know, doing some of the strongman stuff, doing some of the Scottish Highland game stuff. What do you, how do you see yourself moving forward? I think I, I'd like to do, uh, kind of mapping it out, I think I'd like to be able to do three, maybe four competitions a year. So, you know, however the rotations come up, you know, I'd like to be able to do that. Um, as far as wrestling goes, I'm just going to play it by ear. You know, one of my biggest pet peeves with wrestling guys retiring all the time in six months you know i don't hate stuff. you know when i'm done i'm just gonna fade, fade and never hear from me again you know? and that's how it should be um, i think i'm gonna you know but we'll just see well you know i really work for promotions that i really like now uh guys that i've known for years and that i trust and you know so i'm not really out there well uh i will say this i'm i'm just now just this earlier this week started training my nephew nick uh nick is six foot six and he's 250 pounds he's a college football and college wrestler so so i have a a vested interest there also very very funny and has a great personality so he's a guy i think if he's you know in four or five really going to start hearing a lot from him because he's a really he's a great athlete and he's a, a hard working kid and, you know plus if he's not successful my sister will kill me so i i have to get working you know? that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> nick, nick so we gotta look we gotta look out for is his last name stone too his, his last name is Schnebly, but I told him he should, he should change it to Stone, because that'll help him out, I think, okay. a little. I, I don't think anybody's going to be falling in love with Schnebly. i got to be honest <laughs> with you. No, that's not cool, though. That's not This is his is famous move. It's called the Schneb. Yeah. yeah. The Schnebly Slam. From the second row. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God, folks. He's got a family to feed. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so, Derek, these. Uh, how do you go from doing all this stuff after NWL goes out of business? How do you get to where you're, you're doing. Uh, WLW. Uh, also, so some of the people you've trained have managed to make it in some of these major promotions. Uh, I've seen some of these guys locally, like this Alpha Omega. They're a great freaking tag team. Talk to us yeah, about some of the people you've trained. Well, okay, so let me, let me first of all, again, I'm going to brag about about uh, Camaro Jackson and Kenny Elfonso. Uh, Camaro Jackson, for example, uh, whenever I hear somebody, somebody say that they can't find time to train, this kid took two city buses after going to college full time and working full time, two city buses and walked three miles. And was never late for training. training. Okay. Never, wow. never had to worry about him not being there. He always put in the work. He uh, also, by the way, was a father. He is a father of three. So, uh, you know, nothing but respect for that guy. Uh, Kenny Alfonso, a National oh, Guard who was also going to go full time, 
those two guys, you know, the fact that they've only been around for, for a year and a half, two years, and you're hearing about them, it's volumes of, about their work ethic because they're, they're as good as anybody that I've seen in the town in six, seven years already, you know, and they're just going to get better individually and as a tag so that, I'm, I always brag about those guys. guys. I guess my most famous guy that I trained would be Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. Um, Trevor, of course, is doing very, very well with the NWA right now. He is tailor-made for that. For that. He, he's the guy they should be having on that show every week, and they do, which is great. You know, um, I'm a big fan of him. Of course, a lot of the guys that I trained at Harley's ended up wrestling Noah for, for different tours. Or, you know, um, some other guys locally that I really like. Uh, there's a, a, a young man named Dr. Eisen. Uh, yes, I've seen him. Just, I, I think he got yeah. booked on a few of those uh, MWE shows that Lance did a few years yeah. ago here in Hutch. He's a lot of fun. Uh, and he's very, very much a kind of a throwback. And he's almost all character. He's a very, very talented wrestler, but he's kind of already figured out, hey, if I can if I can do some weird, weird, weird take and take and bump, I'm going to last another, another 10, 10 years. years. You can't fault somebody for that. It works, it works you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of folks. I, I think I've been lucky enough to have had a gym over over here or, or been involved with training guys, uh, like guys at WLW. Uh, and, and I think I've, I've helped a few people out. So I, I'm really, I really enjoy that. So I don't, plan on giving up teaching anytime soon well it keeps you connected to the sport for right? sure yeah and, and then i think it also you know I, I don't ever like talking about it but it does leave a legacy you know of you because right. you know that's the thing i think that you know you start thinking about is okay what am i what am i leaving you know and you know, I think that's the cool thing is that you're leaving a legacy because the thing that we just started, we started this, you and I talked about was, I know that the way you're going to train is you're going to, you're going to train the same way you were trained. And that is, you're going to make sure that technically they're sound guys Absolutely. and then you'll teach them all that you'll teach them in one day, all those other fun moves, but you're going to make sure that technically they're, they're just really sound. And I, and, and then it, it pays off. I mean, right? I mean, you're seeing it pay off with these guys. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, have, I have some other uh, quick shout-outs to uh, uh, Bron A, female wrestler. Uh, I've already seen her on Evolve. You've seen her probably on uh, doing extra work on SmackDown. I've set her there five or six times already. Uh, Lavender Sky, who is a uh, transgender wrestler, uh, also somebody to watch. Pretty talented, lots of fun. When, he, when uh, they are not uh, performing in the wrestling ring... Thing, he is a drag queen. queen and a That's drag awesome. And it really translates very, very well to his wrestling. His wrestling. So he's like a lot. He's a lot of fun to watch. So, so uh, then there are a couple, couple uh, the next couple of years. I think you really start watching that. Um, you know, barring any injuries or anything, like that, uh, I, I think you're going to hear a lot from those folks. That's great. That's awesome. So. Uh, Jay, what 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 do you make of Stone? He's been all over the world and and, and back, and is still well, alive. <laughs> well, he's he's been he's been all over. I mean, clearly, you know, you've been in this industry such a long time that you've created an amazing reputation. Uh, because you know, like I said, you know, I mean, here I'm asking Brad, and Brad says, "Yeah, I know who the guy is," 
And he said, I just never, you know, we never crossed paths. But he said, absolutely, I knew who he was. So clearly, you know, you've created a reputation in the community. You have a great reputation in the community. And I, that's very cool. But I think, I think the other thing that I really enjoy as I'm listening to you is I love the diversity of all the different people that you are working with. And I love that. I love your legacy. But I think the other thing that's inspiring is that, you know, you're finding other outlets that you can, yep. Uh, yep. you know, utilize your, you know, the, the God-given talent that we're given, you know, if we're strong and, and we want to be competitive and, you know, we want to stay healthy and that type of thing, that you're still doing those things. And I, I think that piece to me is just even more inspiring is that, you know, you, you're just going to keep going. And, and, I, and I think people need to... There's really, in my opinion, when people say they want to retire, I keep asking them, retire from what? Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, right? what are you retiring <laughs> from? I, I said, because if it's that miserable, why are you in it? And what you're doing is you're not retiring from something. You just keep moving on. And I think that's, to me, I think that's very cool yeah. and, and it's commendable for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. We have got uh, Derek Stone with us tonight. We've got Jay Izzo, the internet doctor. The only registered internet doctor, by the way. Yeah, the only re- yeah, my only registered trademark is the internet doctor. That's right. Like that. And, uh, of course, John Mosier, who uh, was a dastardly heel back in the, back in the day. Uh, did, did, did you ever have any of your guys feud with Derek or... Did you guys know no, um, when Derek was around? I was just doing mostly voice work stuff because it took me a while to heal up on some things, and um, I didn't have the advantage of being young and studly like Derek at the time. At the time. So, <laughs> I was the old dude with the mullet that was hung over from the 80s, you know, and still hadn't got rid of it at the time. So, you know? But Derek, I got a weird, weird question because, um, you know, from your radio experience, I did a little bit of that. It was mostly weekend stuff and, and part-time fill-ins and stuff. What was your favorite shift? Did you want? Did you like morning drive? Did you like the afternoons? Did you like evenings? What was your favorite time to be on the air? I, I, I love mornings. I love mornings, you know, you know, love mornings and, and, and of course, that's the top spot in radio. You know, if you're, morning, you're, the, you're the flagship guy for that station, so uh, I really like that. Um, I did do... Um, couple of internet, uh, internet overnight just to say overnight shots uh and they were okay only because you get lots of packets called late night you know what i mean so um, that yeah. was pretty fun, fun you know uh, you never knew what you were going to get on the quest line at 2 30 in the morning right? that was <laughs> but I, the last thing i did if i ever get back into radio It'll be similar to my last job, I think, which was uh, I, I did a news talk uh, show uh, five hours in the morning, uh, 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., uh, just mostly local news, national news, and then my take on, on different things, and, and I really loved that uh, a lot. So that's what I'd like to get back into if I ever do decide to get back into radio. That's what I'll be shooting for. I love, I love the mornings. Plus, I you know, I'm a morning guy now, I don't like the I'll get up at three in the morning, and then my workday was done by eleven, <laughs> and I had the rest of the day to do whatever the hell I wanted to do. You know? Beautiful, beautiful. 
Last question here. It's radio involved again. I'm going to tell you the weirdest call I ever got in a fun way. And I want to know what the weirdest call you ever got was. Weirdest call I ever got was when I was working in Emporia, Kansas. I was doing the overnight, waiting for the guy to come in for the morning shift. So the last two hours of the overnight were actually live on air. Anyway, some sweet old lady called up. And she was like, can you speak up? I can't hear you. And I'm like, ma'am. I go, have you, have you sat there and fidgeted with that little volume control on the side of your range? She's like, oh, she goes, that is so much better. That's awesome. Yeah, she was a sweetheart, though, too. Uh, you know, as far as the strangest call, uh, you get a lot of people calling, asking if you if you uh, you want to go smoke some weed with them after your shift is over, or that kind of. I got that happened. <laughs> So much on the on the mornings, you know. But um, I would say the funniest probably five minute period that I had uh, when I was doing um, the mornings for KOTA in Rapid City. It was a kind of a politically driven show. Although I was I was pretty neutral. I just wanted mostly talked about local stuff. Uh, we went to a break. I got a phone call from a guy who said, "I can't believe they came here." fascist you're so you're, you know you're and he knows, knows that's obviously not true right right um but he uh he's he just going off on how uh, you know kota should be ashamed i'm i'm farther right than rush limbaugh this and that and all these other things right and i said well hey thanks for listening and, and you know hope you can find some common ground i hang up the very next call guy says is i can't believe they would have a communist liberal like you on the radio <laughs> And that used to happen to us all the time. Me and my my partner, That's we were either awesome. just because we're being normal people, right? That uh, had an opinion about this one way and this one another way. Uh, yeah, within a period of, of, of five minutes, I was called a neo-Nazi fascist and a communist liberal. Uh, you know, within minutes of each other, and I thought, well, I can't be both of those things, right? I like, I got, I, I guess, I got to be one or the other. I couldn't possibly be both, you know. Well, 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 only if it's like CNN calling you, that'd be then it would, would be. <laughs> right, right. That means that you were that means that you were truly neutral, man. Because if you're getting attacked by both sides, you are dead in the middle. And that was uh, the thing that, that, that worked. Uh, my boss said the same thing. He said, "Well, I guess that means everybody hates me, but everybody's still listening, so that's good." <laughs> that's fantastic. That's awesome. Man. Well, uh, as we wrap up here, uh, I want to start with Jay. How do we listen to your radio show, my friend, and buy your books? Yes, yeah, it's called A New Direction with Jay Izzo. It's available every uh, podcast, pretty much out there. Uh, iHeartRadio and and Spotify, Stitcher, Cat Overcast FM, Zeno Podcasts, uh, of course iTunes, and it's also available on Alexa. I uh, just uh, you know, just say, hey, I want to listen to the podcast, The New Direction with Jay Izzo. And uh, we interview uh, best-selling authors from all over the world, uh, helping people find a new direction and success and leadership, uh, whether that be in their life or their career and their business. And uh, we're, we're in 60 countries around the world right now and uh, syndicated on a local radio station here in Raleigh, North Carolina, in the Research Triangle Park. And, uh, you know, I, I do want to do a quick shout-out, if you will let me, please. Um, for I don't know who's going to see this, but I'm wearing this hat and this shirt. It's for All Secure, and it's a uh, foundation that I support uh, financially and vocally. It's uh, by uh, Tom Satterley and his wife, Jen. He's a former 
Um, he's a former uh, Delta Force, Special Operations Forces, and actually fought in uh, Mogadishu in that 18-hour firefight doing uh, wow. Black Hawk Down. And wow. he, he helps uh, combat veterans who are dealing with PTS. We don't use the D because it's not a disorder. It's a very real thing. And he's helping these combat veterans uh, reintegrate back into society, helping them with their alcoholism, helping with uh, drug addiction, and so many other ways. And uh, so if you have an opportunity, I would really ask you to please check out All Secure Foundation and uh, Command Sergeant Major uh, Tom Satterley. Uh, cool dude. Um, and uh, I feel very honored to support him and all those uh, guys out there and gals, uh, for that matter, who have been in combat and uh, and have actually gave up their lives and were willing to give up their lives for people that they didn't know and who didn't even like them at times. And so um, just wanted to give that shout out. Awesome. Well, uh, well, Derek, uh, yeah. how do we how do we get a hold of you online? See see you in action whenever wrestling starts up again, things like this. Yeah, I, I would say uh, the only thing that I have really coming up as far as wrestling goes is WLW. So whenever you keep keep uh, you can go to HarleyRace.com or check out WLW.com, and that'll kind of have where I'm going to be. And as far as uh, anything else, I mean, I'm getting ready to go to the grocery store here in Denver, Colorado. So you <laughs> see me there. Hi. That's awesome. That's about that, though. Local food eating. king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great well uh this this has been fun thank you jay for riding shotgun with us tonight with us tonight absolutely thanks for inviting hey, me hey it was great talking to you brother i mean appreciate it appreciate all that you do appreciate your legacy and keep keep going brother thank you you too bud, bud. and uh john thank you sir <laughs> sir i i you, you know what's funny about this uh, and and I and I I'm not going to embarrass John, but I have to I have to attempt it. Uh, John's two fa- John's two favorite, as he always calls them, his beefcakes are Jay Izzo and Derek Stone. We got them on the same beefcakes. show. I call my man crushes because you fawn over those two like it's nothing. Like Derek, we were sitting there talking about you one day just before he went on the air on his Sunday show. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, Jiggy, you could just see little hearts lighting up in his eyes talking about you and stuff. I go, oh, Derek's great. That, 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 you know, I've known him long, so you better stay away from my guy. So it's a joke. You were my man crush. So anyway, then uh, Mr. Rizzo here, who I like a lot too, we found out that our schools played in the same conference for college. So, you know, got to go in there. And he became like the semi substitute man crush when you weren't around. So Jiggy got really jealous that, you know, both the guys were there, you know. It was a little bromance. We had a little bromance going on. It's like Jiggy gets the porn stars. I get the guy with the self help talking, the guy that's in the pro wrestling. Very good. Well, maybe uh, since we've got Jay here, maybe some here. some Thursday you can con Lodi into getting on Skype, and we can. Yeah, uh, well, you know what? He would he would be happy to come back in and do that. You know, he did that show with us. Uh, what's been about a year, year yep. two ago, year two ago. And uh, you know, I know he's got time because he's not he's not wrestling. Matter of <laughs> fact, they won't let him open his school right now. He's you know doing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, he'd, he'd be happy to come on, so we can uh, definitely do that. That'd be cool. Well, uh, well, Derek, it's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, awesome. 
Jay. I loved it. I had a great time. Thank you. Thanks, Derek. Thank you, my my friend, and uh, John, as always. And uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you, guys. All right. See you later, brother. Appreciate it, guys. Take care, buddy. And uh, there they go. John Mosier. Jay Izzo. The Internet Doctor. And uh, Mr. Derek Stone. That was a uh, fun, fun little hour. And uh, find us on iHeartRadio. Uh, we did an experiment tonight where we were live on Chatterbait. So, I don't know. The porn people got a talk show tonight. That's awesome. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.